The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Here we go. Hey, it's Blind Tony. And you know what? If I'm not reading Braille or teaching in the office or walking into the ladies' restroom by accident, I'm usually listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Here's your host, Eric Zane. Thank you, Tony. I lost the melody. All right. Well, now, um, it is uh, time again. Thank you so much, uh, so much for joining me right now. Um, fantastic. I hope you're all doing well. The show comes to you from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Speaking of which, my good pal, Mike Gilmurray, this is the guy who I told you has been living like the life of Job for the past year. What with, um, uh, head on collisions and houses, his house getting ripped apart. And his uh, rental property destroyed by a tornado and then COVID. And then he lost his whole extended family, his brothers and his, his, uh, a horrible COVID related deaths. He had COVID himself has COVID again right now. And seven family members are just, uh, struggling. My God is thinking about you, buddy. Uh, been checking in with him quite a bit. See if he's okay. Uh, latest is yesterday. We're the same. I'm like, okay, well, I'll check back later. I don't mean to start on a down note after a a long amount of time off, but it kind of just popped into my head when I was talking about uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware. I go up north and buy a mousetrap. This show happens each and every weekday right here live on Twitch. Okay. Twitch.com. Slash Eric Zane live. Also twitch.tv. Same thing. Same thing. If you go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live, it'll take you to twitch.tv. Just and everybody's used. No one's used to uh, typing twitch.tv. I mean, so that's why I say that. But anyway, um, so thank you. If you're listening to the audio podcast later on, I would love it very much. Even if you do not engage the Twitch live stream to 
uh, follow it. So, yeah, go to that spot online, twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live, and then uh, follow the page and tell your friends on your social media that you uh, are doing so. That helps grow the show. In fact, I think we are uh, very much uh, nearing, I don't want to say and then screw it up, but I, I think we're at about 260. We're getting closer every day to that goal by the end of the year of 300. Now we're at 256, so it's quite literally one at a time. Now, I know for a fact there's a hell of a lot more people listening to the show on the audio uh, uh, podcast than the Twitch stream. In fact, every day there's thousands of downloads, like no shit. So, okay, yeah, you enjoy that. I appreciate that. It doesn't cost you anything. If you would, if you're listening to the audio podcast, go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live and do what I asked you to do. I appreciate that so much. It really does help. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, We got a handful of the usual suspects in here, including uh, uh, Frank the Tank Fuss, known as Frank St. Jude, I guess. Good morning, Eric. Need to chat with you today or tomorrow. Oh, for sure. For sure. We're talking insurance, no doubt. Use my link, he says. That's like code. That's like the bat signal. You're going to... It's one of the great ways Frank is accessible is you just click on the link and schedule an appointment and then he makes time for you. It's just freaking sweet. Okay. More on that later on. Uh, Look... You need to know, oh, and by the way, the uh, Twitch stream is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. Great bunch of folks there. Uh, go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Irvine's, and nominate a local charity to be in the running for a $1,000 uh, gift, okay, from Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Every year at about this time, a local charity gets infused with $1,000 cash from Irvine's that is very sweet of them if you know of somebody that is involved with the charity maybe works for them or is a recipient of their of their efforts go ahead to the to that Facebook page Irvine's.com I'm sorry Facebook.com slash Irvine's and uh, nominate a local charity all right uh so with so much time away um let me get right to this I think I might have uh, mentioned this to you earlier the queen of the forest says, okay, I need this basement done. I'm so serious. This basement, uh, my house here, and it's just completely ripped up, ripped up all the, uh, uh, cat urine soaked, uh, carpeting like two years ago and, uh, slowly, but surely, well, I shouldn't even say slowly, but surely nothing surely about this. Uh, she wants it repainted to do that appropriately okay i didn't want to uh, uh tape all of the molding on the bottom the baseboard molding and the and the door casings you know i didn't want to have to tape all that shit besides it always looks jacked you know because if you leave that up let's say all those door casings around the door frame and then and then you like tape it and then you paint it and then when you take the tape off there's always like a it's never a great line. It always looks shitty. There's always some paint on the uh, door casing. I, I just, I'm like, eh, I'm just going to take it all off. Now, it's a huge uh, undertaking. 
but um, so I, you know, I would take off a few here and there. I wasn't really making any progress. She said, look, we've got one year to go before Jackie gets married. I want to host a bachelorette party here. I said, okay, I'll do it. You have one month. Are you serious? You're death. Well, uh, I, I pick it up with in one spot of the basement, there is an, a pile of all of these pieces of wood of the molding from the uh, and the door casings. I've I've managed to get them all off. Now I'm going to recycle these. I'm not going to go buy new ones. First of all, lumber is at like an all time high right now. Uh, but I got to go and like remove all the nails from these things. I got it done. So I immediately got to work. I spent a whole day and I got all of the little nails, little brads out of these things. And then, uh, you know, these have been uh, stained. Okay. So as far as I understand it, you can't just slap paint on them. And you don't want it to look like shit. I want it to look good. So, um... I do have enough sense to know that I've got to, uh, first of all, uh, put in, well, before I do this, I got to sand these fuckers and sand them down a little bit. Just rough them up a little, you know, uh, take off some of the, uh, the finish from that stain on there. And then I have to, uh, prime them with like an oil based primer that, uh, what do they call that shit? Zinzers. Um, so that's going to smell like fuck down there i gotta open up the windows put on my respirator i know what the hell i'm doing uh so now, right now i'm like sanding by hand i'm at the point now where i've got about a i think all in this room there's probably 60 pieces of wood and it's just piled up like a mountain of them in the middle of the floor and so i'm like one at a time lift one up put it on this bench sandy 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 oh god just a nightmare and it's slow. It is slow because these door casings, they're not just, they're like, um, there's a lot of like, uh, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like just a, a standard cut on this. It, there, there's a lot of grooves and, and, uh, and ridges, if you will, on, on the length of each door casing and window casing. So it's a bitch. To, you can't just and you're done. It's like a real uh, shit show. It is slow work. But, but your old pal Eric Zane worked very hard and uh, the queen of the forest was satisfied with the effort. Now, here's the thing. This is, this is just like me now. Now, um, it, it would be just like me to just not do shit for like a month. But I know full well that, I mean, time is ticking. We have less than a year. I am not, it isn't official. No, I think it is pretty much official that the date of the wedding is November 19th. Okay. Um, and I don't think she's done the save the date to the family or anything like that, but there's a reason why I know that, which I'll get into on the Patreon because of, uh, some things that happened over the long weekend. Stand by. Did you see that? My mouth just completely leaked. What an asshole. Jesus. Okay. 
It's weird because every time I start a show like this after several days away, more than just a weekend, I kind of never know where to begin. And then I have to like rack my brain. What did I talk about? What did I not talk about? Uh, Thank you for the patience. I wanted to throw something up there for you to listen to, something to pass the time. So the not best of is what I did. Okay. Um, Let me bust this out early. Full disclosure. There was a massive, massive brawl at the house. And we are now, we have emerged from it. And it was all my fault. This was ugly. This was flat out ugly. We're good now. Or else I wouldn't be talking about it. And, okay, you know, we got through Thanksgiving. And no problems. We got through the day after Thanksgiving. No problem. Saturday, some problem. I'll get to that after this one. And then yesterday, big problem. Huge problem. Um, we had a, uh, you know how like in pro wrestling, I think, um, when there's a Royal rumble, I think that's what they call it. Is it called a Royal rumble when, or no battle Royale. Um, when you start with like every few minutes, another guy runs into the ring. And then before you know it, there's like all of the stars of wrestling are in the ring, trying to throw you over the top rope. If your feet at the ground, you're out. This brawl was reminiscent of that. Through it all, Justin was quiet. Good for him. He was very uncomfortable. The NFK, also quiet. These two individuals not involved. Ultimately, it was um, the ladies against your old pal Eric Zane. And I was soundly defeated. It was bad. I mean, it was a one-sided affair. I could just feel the momentum draining away on this family brawl. I mean, this is, I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. They, they all like left. It was bad. It was, it was a horrible. I, uh, I was described as a different person and that actually bums me out because I don't get that mad that often anymore. It just seems like that doesn't happen. However, I, I got really, really pissed off twice this week, this weekend. I don't, know, I don't know what the fuck it is. I just, I'm hoping it's an anomaly. I can chalk it up to an anomaly if I don't have any incidents for several months. Okay. I got to really, you know, hunker down here and control myself. But, oh boy. Oh, fuck. And I can talk about it like I, I just witnessed it because honestly, I become a different person, just an asshole. Holy shit. This is bad. Um, so it all boils down to this. Remember like a couple weeks ago when I talked to you about how Jackie's car, which is the one that Civic, that uh, Civic hybrid doesn't have a spare tire. Well, I ended up purchasing an actual spare tire for that thing. 
And then, because for some reason it doesn't have it and it has like a, it's so stupid in the back of the car. It says, oh yeah, in lieu of a spare tire, we're giving you this machine. And it's a pump with a can of that fix-a-flat shit, which does not work. Yeah, and then this will get you to the gas station. Well, that will, how's that going to help you? Uh, first of all, if you are able to manage to get that to work and then you are able to drive the disabled vehicle to like, you know, what if you're in the middle of nowhere and then it's, it's, you show up at a service station called uh, Get Raped Here. You know, I mean, seriously, this is a talk about a, a reason for a recall and, and, and to what? I mean, why? What's the big savings here? Put a fucking tire in there. Put a donut in there. And there's not even a jack in the car. I, I cannot believe that Honda Motor Co. Uh, Corporation did this and decided, yes, we'll give this to the consumer. This pile of shit. And the thing is, when you buy a car, who goes, all right, this thing looks great, uh, but let me check to make sure there's a spare tire there. I mean, you fucking know that there's a fucking spare tire there. What asshole car company is going to sell the consumer a car without a goddamn spare? Shit! So I'm like, what? Um, all right, so... You know, and so with the car is several years old. I mean, I've no one's ever looked lifted this thing up to determine if there's and you're you're never going to do that until the car needs a a tire change, right? Sure enough, that's what happened. Uh, Get the spare. I order a uh, scissor jack from Amazon, and uh, I I I get a uh, a lug nut, uh, lug nut uh, tire iron ready to go. I've got a, you know, and I, and I said to Jack, I go, hey, you know, I should show you how to do this in the event that you're like in the middle of nowhere and no one can help you. Okay. You should know how to do this. I tell her, bring the car over on Sunday. She does. I go, hey, honey, can you come outside with me? I want to show you how to do this. And I can tell she's not interested. And about the only shit I'll give her on this brawl is that, you know, she doesn't recognize that it's important to me that she knows this. You know, this is a fatherly peace of mind thing. I want her to know how to change a tire. And uh, I know she's thinking, well, I, I don't need to know this because I'll just call you or I'll call Justin. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but seriously, you, you should know this. Hang on, I'm posting something to Instagram. Okay, so we're all ready to go. Her, or me, Justin, and we're, we're like waiting on her. And I got the stupid jack in my hand. I'm gonna, I mean, I, I took the time to buy the tire. I bought the jack. I want her to be safe. It's all dad shit, you know? But I'm getting annoyed. I can, I can feel myself getting pissed. And then, okay, now, if I would have just left it there and not done anything further than just roll my eyes that would have been fine but i kept getting more and more pissed and i could feel it just gnawing on me now if you are trying to while you listen to the story justify my behavior let me just tell you you will be making a bad choice there is nothing that could justify my behavior from this point to the end of the story nothing okay it's all bad she came out um, and 
Okay, she's still looking at the phone, and I can tell she's not going to take this seriously. So I'm like, hey, look, can I just get you? I go, look, I understand, but can I get your attention for our time during this? That's all I ask, or something like that, something to that effect. I'm sure it was snarkier than that. And then she said the thing that pushed me over the cliff. And she goes, yeah, I will, but only if you don't act like a dickhead. Now, a little bit of context. That is par for the course. We, we talk like that in this household. Now, normally, I would laugh that off. Not yesterday. I didn't laugh it off yesterday. Yesterday, it got to me. So I turned around and told her to fuck off and walked up the driveway like a fucking child. <laughs> Poor Justin's just sitting there like, doesn't say a word. I tell you what, he is a wise soul. He doesn't say shit. God, I don't know how he stays clean in these fucking fights. He is a, you know. So then she, what? I can't believe it. And I said that. And my neighbor, Chris, <laughs> At the end of his driveway, like getting a package from Amazon guy heard it. Neighbor Chris heard it. Oh, my God. So then she starts screaming at me and drop. I, now, I'm going to. Okay. Look, you need to understand. At this point, I'm furious. Now, this is what. Now, I don't really remember what happened from that point forward. None of this. None of it was good. There is no justification on my end for this. This is terrible. But I'm so enraged that I can, I swear on a stack of Bibles, I don't exactly remember word for word what happened, who said what next. I just know I was pissed. I actually, it gets foggy to me. I know it happened, but the specifics of what I said and did is uh, it in my brain, it's not clear. I'm pretty sure I said some more terrible things. I might have even told her to go fuck herself, which is horrible. You know, you should never say, I have never spoken this way to my daughter or any, well, anybody in my family for that matter. So I'm like, I've, I've completely melted down at this point. Oh, no. So she comes in the house raging and it isn't long before she deals Diana in. And so Diana's looking at me realizing that the afternoons, no, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. I'm supposed to take a little time, show her how to do the damn uh, spare tire. Then we're supposed to build gingerbread houses. We're actually going to build gingerbread houses. It's been, a, you know. We've all got our own ginger. I've got a train, a choo-choo train, gingerbread train. Uh, Justin has an Oreo cookie, uh, ginger house Oreo thing. I don't know. Uh, and everybody's got their own kit. We're going to sit there and build them like normal families do. But no, I'm seeing these plans evaporate from my fucking face because of this behavior. I'm like, uh-oh. So I feel, oh, God. And Jackie is is laying it on heavy. And I'm like, oh, shit. So now at this point in time, I still feel that I am correct. I still feel that I have done nothing wrong. But I have. You see, when I get uh, enraged like this, you don't think clearly. You, you just, ah, fuck you. So I'm trying to defend myself. Justin's kind of looking left and right, not saying a word. The NFKs are watching TV. 
It's bad. Jackie says something that somehow gets the NFK, could have very easily have gotten him involved. You see, she didn't really, this is the one thing I was like, Jesus Christ, in the, in the, in the uh, manual of family war, um, there has to be some rules in place. All right, now we're keeping it contained to the kitchen, and now it's Jacqueline and Diana. I'm 99% sure she has joined the side of uh, Jacqueline in this war, and I'm like, arr, arr, arr. but then Jacqueline says, oh, yeah, I see Daddy. He's fighting with everybody in this household. He fought yesterday with somebody. Now he's fighting today. Now what she's referencing there is something that I'm going to tell you about in a little bit. I'm working in reverse order on the weekend's fights. I'm like, see, she, she does not fight fair. Oh, my God. Well, I've never seen her more mad than this. Uh, there has never been a more intense brawl in the history of this house. So that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. I mean, Jackie is what? How old is she? 45? Uh, I mean, this was this is bad. And so then Madison starts screaming about how some, I again, not clear, and I don't remember word for word, but I told her to shut up. And so then she, the, the other two turn on me again. They go after me again for telling Madison to shut up. And Madison gets pissed. Now it's three chicks on me. And I'm like, oh, no, this is fucking terrible. And at the time, I'm like, oh, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Come on. The boy's not saying a word. Just me. And then uh, finally, they said, that's it. We're out of here. I go, fine. Good. Get out. Get out. Go on. Get out of here. Fucking backed up the gingerbread house and he stormed out of the fucking house. Oh no. No gingerbread houses. Holy shit. <laughs> they they left. So hang on a second. I'm still sick. Stand by. Nose blowing. Uh blow your own. Stand by. All right. You're probably like, Jesus, how can you be talking about this? Like, well, it's resolved now. We've, we fixed it. And I've got a coffee mug that says, careful, or you might wind up on my podcast. <sighs> okay. So then, they're gone. And then, this is my mindset. <laughs> to fuck them. I'm like, I, I go back in the basement and start sanding, you know? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna work. I'm just gonna sit here and uh, do my thing. And uh, I, I did say to uh, uh, the NFK, I'm like, hey, buddy, um, sorry about that. Sorry that you had to witness all that. It's okay. It happens, man. Shit, fuck. More on the NFK in a bit. But so they all they all left, and so. Um, there I am. All of a sudden the house is quiet. And then I'm like, Hmm, how the hell? These are my options. I can, um, option one, get divorced and, uh, leave the family. 
That's 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 uh, that's right. I'm so pissed off at this point. All the irrational things seem like the rational maneuvers. Uh, uh, actually, let me back up. Okay, first option: get my guns and shoot them all. Um, maybe I might do that. I might just kill the family. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll come back to that one. I don't know. Maybe right now that seems like a good good idea. Kill them all. All right. Um, get divorced and disown the children. That's also on the table. That, that seems rational, right? You see, that's how you think when you're pissed, you don't make any clear decisions. So I'm I've, at that point, I'm sanding the pieces of wood. I'm like, hmm, I can either murder or divorce and leave my family. Uh, I I'll, I'll, I won't go to jail. I'll, I'll cancel. The, I won't participate in the wedding, and uh, and then that'll be it. That that seems that seems fair right now, right? Because I believe that I'm right at this point. I was not right. And then, as uh, my respiration is lowering, my blood pressure is dropping from 650 over 400 down to you know 600 over 350. It's slowly decreasing. My face is. The color is, is the bright red. My face is like a, 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 a strobe on a cop car. Everything's starting to normalize. Oh, no. It's, it's, I'm telling you, man. It's like fucking Bill Bixby. That's an old school Hulk reference. It's like, oh, shit. What happened? What did I do? Oh, no. Madison has gone back to college. Um, without getting into the text messages, uh, she says you should probably reach out to them. Like, oh my God, I have a whole night's worth of apologizing to do. I'm such an asshole. Fuck. Uh, so, yeah, um, The apology tour was all, everything worked out for the most part. I didn't, uh, on the apology, I didn't go down the road of apologizing. And then you know how sometimes you apologize and then you still have an ax to grind. So you bust out something else. Well, I kind of did, but it was actually warranted. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but, oh God, was this a disaster. And I honestly... Uh, I, 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 I learned something from it again. Well, I shouldn't say I learned something from it. I was reminded of something because I tend not to these days have this happen. Um, when I was younger, this was a regular thing, this type of blow up. And, uh, I had essentially two of them over the weekend. One the first one was a little bit different. I'll explain why in a second, but I was like, fuck, uh, yeah, this is, uh, and then Jacqueline said it, um, this actually made me feel bad. She goes, you were like a different person. When you get angry like that, you're like a different person. I'm like, uh, yeah. Now, I mean, you all have seen me have temper tantrums here on this show. This is different. There is, uh, pulling back the curtain, there is a level of P.T. Barnum when I do it on this show. I know exactly what I'm doing when I do it on this show. Don't exactly know what I'm doing when I do it at home. Like I said, lose my fucking mind. So 
They go, well, come on over. They like forgave me. How sweet is that? It is so kind. And they go, come on over. I go, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll just rebuild. I'll, I'll build my gingerbread house, my gingerbread choo-choo train. You come over. And the thing is, we were ready to go. We had all of the necessary items for a wonderful family dinner. And we do this every Sunday. I wrecked the family dinner. We were going to have uh, these great hamburgers that I make that I'm not kidding you. I had to review a Gordon Ramsay video that I've, I've actually posted this before. It's a blend of different meats and it's just seasoned perfectly. And there's all these little tricks that I do that Gordon Ramsay taught me in a YouTube video to make the hamburgers taste the best. It's going to be awesome. We got French fries all out the window. I had to freeze all the food. Is this a shit show? Now I've got to uh, you know, wreck the night. Got to build my stupid choo-choo gingerbread on or gingerbread choo-choo on my own. <sighs> oh boy. Well, back to the drawing board. I hope none of you had warring in your household like I had yesterday. We had, you know, you think about it. That much time, the whole weekend, long weekend. That wasn't the start of it, though. No, 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 no. There was an incident the day before. Um, I think in both of well, I know for a fact in the most recent one, the one I just told you, I know I lost my my way, and I think I did on the second one, on the first one too. I got in a fight with the NFK the day before. Oh yeah, this was bad, and um. I feel bad about this too. I feel worse about the one I just told you, but I feel bad about this one too. Because, you know, at the end of the day, and I did apologize to him for this, I must remain focused on the fact that his brain is cooked. Okay? It's not like your brain and my brain. It's a disaster. So... God damn it. I'm an idiot. Now, if, uh, just talking about it with you, which, uh, you know, it's important I talk to you about this because it, I, I, almost like you get it out, you know? You're, you're, you're wholly acknowledging the problem so you can look at it from different perspectives and angles and, all right, I think that's the problem. And I don't think there's any of you that are listening who are going to uh, uh, agree with my behavior. Um, because of what I just told you. I mean, you got years of grand mal seizures. He's been lobotomized and takes medication and he's, he's Brooks. He's institutionalized. Normally I'm okay. This time I was not. Okay. So this fucking microwave keeps fucking up and we bought a new one, but it's not getting installed till Tuesday. And I know already going to say, won't you do it? Eh. Let's get it done. If I don't have somebody get this thing, install this thing, it wouldn't get done. And it probably wouldn't get done right. And it would probably explode and we'd all be dead. So let's, I'm just getting ahead of the insults now. They're coming Tuesday. But this one that we have, it, uh, it just doesn't, you know, you, you plug it in and then, uh, you know, it'll fire up, and then after 15 seconds, it'll shut down. It'll start beeping like a crazy idiot. And so, um, 
I, I'm downstairs sanding on Saturday, and I can uh, hear him struggling. He wants to heat up the beef stroganoff. And I can hear him muttering he's upset. And uh, so I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and help him. I go, hey, buddy, how are you? And he goes, fucking thing, motherfucking thing. And he's actually giving the microwave the finger. It's the, the he's got double barrels of fuck you fucking microwave fuck you. He's actually that pissed. Now, when he does that, it's always disconcerting. It's always a little frightening. And so I'm like, well, hey, I think I got the magic touch. Let me uh, let me monkey with it. And 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 I kind of do. Um, it does. I am able to get it going. But while I'm getting ready to heat up his food. He's standing, you know, we've talked about space, space issues. He's right directly behind me. Like his face is here. And I can hear him going. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I go, hey, um, yeah, I, I, I'll heat up your food. But go have a seat in the TV room. I don't work well with people uh, breathing down my neck. So that's the first indication that I'm kind of annoyed. Because here's what went on in my brain. Uh, why can't you be like me? Why do you have to be so fucking crazy? Why do you have to get so pissed off at a microwave? I know. Uh, fast forward to the day's events where I got pissed off at Jackie. We all lose our shit. But be honest with you. He, he loses shit all the time at stuff like this. Like when he drops his sweater off of his shoulder. And we're at the nature uh, preserve or whatever it is up in Grayling. And he gives it the finger surrounded by people and calls the sweatshirt the N-word. It's at. So... He's furious. Now, I am heating up the food, and it's going to get heat, heated up. So I, I heat up the food, and I stir it appropriately, and I go and I bring it to him. And uh, and he heated it up. He wanted it heated up in this plastic. I go, hey, buddy, you might want to put this into, like, a glass bowl next time. I always heard that if you heat it up in these cheap plastic things, that it's it can be not so good for you. And he goes, yeah. And he's pissed. He's pissed off. Now, he's got the food. And he's just furious. I'm like, what the fuck could he possibly be so pissed off about? But what I'm forgetting is that's how his brain works. So I go, Kevy, why are you so mad? And uh, he is, I don't really remember because I then got pissed off. And uh, he starts to explain, well, it's just that fucking microwave, blah, 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 blah. And he says he's blowing up again. And I go, well, take it easy. Take it easy. It's no big deal. We got a new one coming Tuesday. All we got to do is make it through a couple of days. We'll figure it out. And so this is when I'm still calm. Now, this is what pissed me off because he goes, yeah, whatever. And he puts up his hand and he lashes out at me. So this is why, I mean, Jackie, when she called me a dickhead, she was kidding. And she does that from time to time. Kevin was pissed at me. Yeah, whatever. Puts up his hand and I go, okay, hold up. Why are you pissed at me? And he continues to go after me. So then that pisses me off. And now the next thing you know, we're a lot. I'm like uh, baseball manager Earl Weaver, and he's the umpire. I put the hat on backwards, and we're like face to face. And I'm like, oh, how the fuck do you? What makes you think you can talk to me like that? This is fucking bullshit. I I I I bust my ass for you. Uh, to to try to uh take care of you, and this you treat me like shit. So I do feel justified in that, but I wasn't saying it that calmly. I was yelling at him. Um, had I remained calm like that and said to him, I go, you know, seriously, don't, I'm, I'm on your side. 
if I just remained calm, this would have been okay. Because I was, I, I believe that I, I didn't, I was justified in being upset with them. However, I was yelling at them and oh boy, I went, Ooh, it was like my head exploded. I don't even want to, I was yelling of the two incidents when it comes to Kevin, I was yelling at him a hell of a lot worse than I was Jackie and Diana. And so I stopped downstairs, continued sanding wood, motherfucker, and I'm screaming. I'm still screaming at him from the basement. And so I lost my shit, and I felt like an asshole. And um, so then, same thing. After a little while, I felt bad, and I was like, hey, uh, I, you know, though you shouldn't have gotten pissed at me, I'm on your side. I still maintain that. I overreacted. I'm sorry I did that. I shouldn't have done that. I, I should have taken into account that, you know, your brain's a little bit more uh, sensitive than mine, and I, I'm sorry. So then at that point, Saturday, I'm thinking, well, we can't, can't get any worse than this. Uh, but that's where, then fast forward to Sunday when I blew up at Jackie. Now, Jackie found out that I had yelled at Uncle Kevy at the NFK. And so Kevin's sitting there on my fight the following day. Now, him and I have ended that. We've made up, and he's just sitting there, you know, you know fucking want to get away, watching the Packers game. Uh, and that fight breaks out, and he has nothing to do with it. And Jack, this is what I mean about fighting fair. Jackie goes, oh, yeah, there goes Dad. Started a fight yesterday in this house, and now today. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know. Don't work him into it. No, don't do that. I'm surprised he didn't uh, come in off the top rope after that blast. I'm like, oh, no. So lesson learned. She is, uh, she, there is uh, n- n- nothing sacred in a, with a warring Jackie. So I was soundly defeated. I was thrashed. And so when it all settled down, fight's over we've made up i've called her about a thousand times said i'm sorry i mean i i i cut my losses i said this is fucked i have got to tap into calm wisdom here i must engage in some type of uh, appropriate brain activity to get myself through this or i'm fucked so i'm like uh I'm fixing it. I'm I'm repairing it. They're they're doing gingerbread houses on FaceTime. And I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm such an idiot. I'm so sorry. And then uh, after that, dies down. I go, but Jackie, you can't deal Kevin in the NFK. What? I go, no, no, no. Not what? I'm not going to let this go. If this ever happens again, and God willing, it won't. That whole play of, of you know, incorporating him going back from the day's fight and he has nothing to do with our fight. Holy shit. Oh, man, this was a bloodletting. And I thought we got through Thanksgiving, no problem. Black Friday, no problem. Saturday started to get a little bit sideways. Sunday, oh. So big, big fight weekend in the Eric Zane Show podcast household. And then it's funny because uh, seconds after these fights either happen or even get resolved. All right. I am um, 
I am then like, well, there's no way I can tell something so sensitive on the podcast. There is nothing relatable or funny about any of this shit. There is no way anybody could, will, will, will be able to relate to the story. No one has a fight like this. I am alone. And then by the time I, I, wake, I wake up, I'm like, oh, fuck. I can't wait to get into the podcast room to tell these fuckers about this shit that went down at my house over the weekend. Uh, Corey in Maine says, um, um, he probably needs to hear that from time to time. Yes. Just not that way. Just not that way. Kenny suggests we, uh, Go around the comments. Anyone else have any family blowups this Thanksgiving weekend? That has opened up a Pandora's box, making fun of the free beer and hot wing shows, boring content. Corey says, hold on, Kenny. We need to play last Friday's different than the show, dumber than the show in its entirety. He wrote different than the show. I said, I know what you mean. Hmm. Corey says there's no such thing as a fair fight. Yeah, I lost that one bad. I was reminded, I was in my brain um, when that was all going on. Because Corey also wrote, Eric doesn't work well with people. This is another example of why me inside of a workplace is not great. This is a reminder of that. This is not at all that different than how I handle my coworkers. I'm pretty consistent. If I start to get agitated to a point of no return, we're going to get that moment. So if you're thinking about hiring me, don't. Do not offer the job. Do keep stay away. Holy shit. Uh, Amanda writes, she had a good weekend, but she got stood up for a booty call. Apparently she had uh, uh, somehow been involved with a dialogue about meeting with a person to have sex with that person. And it did not work out. I am sorry to hear that. What kind of animal would stand you up, would agree to sex with you, and then stand you up? I mean, that's not fair. I'm sure, so you had to drive to a a place to meet this individual, and the person said, no, I'm not going to go. Oh my God. Oh, he was coming to see you. Amanda says he was coming to, he was going to visit her house and they were going to bone. I'm curious when you're having the dialogue with the person uh, who is supposed to uh, arrive. Do you just say, Hey, do you want to come over? And it's implied that you're going to have sex. Or do you actually have to say, do you mind coming over and having, or with, How do you feel about coming over and having sex? Do you have to say it that explicitly? I mean, maybe it was, uh, 
It was a it was a, a loss in translation. I don't know. Amanda says no. He wanted me. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry that happened. Rig six twenty five writes the dildo decided not to visit. That's not fair. Come on. Amanda says, that's exactly how it works. She's like, look, I need somebody to have sex with me. Are you willing to come over and have sex with me? And he's like, yep, I'm on the way. And then doesn't show. Oh, he's afraid of me. I think Amanda writes. All right. So, a busy, busy, ridiculous weekend at the Eric Zane Show podcast household. Started out great. Long weekend. Kind of got off the rails. Hope that didn't seem... Hope that doesn't make you think less of me. You know? I'm complete, being completely honest with you. It was a disastrous Saturday and Sunday. I got to We are now at... Uh, Zero days without a Eric Zane show family incident. And, you know, here's the thing. It had been so long since I acted like that type of an asshole that, um, you know, I said to Diana afterwards and I go, yeah, that, that was like me on the regular many years ago. Right. She goes, yeah. I go, wow. Yeah. I would have left me too. It's a good thing that doesn't happen that often. Hopefully it won't continue to happen. And then Jackie was like, again, I didn't, I didn't even know who you were. That actually that made me feel bad. I know I've mentioned that more than once. I don't think anybody in this household has seen me behave that way. I've never ever sworn like that to my kids. It was horrible. God, I feel like a dick. Hmm. Ah, which of the neighbors has the ring video? Oh my God. That's unbelievable. Rain Man P, or Ran Man P, sorry, Rain Man P, this person, like it matters what their name is. When I was a kid in the mid-80s, like clockwork, my mom would um, would be in a huge argument with my sister, brother, or sister-in-law just before Christmas every year. She had to have conflict. We knew every year it was coming. Oh, God. Uh, Corey says, imagine that, Eric, but also, dr imagine that, Eric, but also drunk. Oh, God. Did I lose my mind last night? Oh, Jesus. Mm. Yeah, you're not kidding. Okay. This show, of course, as I talked about, available on Twitch. I also want you to follow me on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you also by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. I know that's, wor that's wordy, but follow me on Facebook. I appreciate that. Got into a COVID war with some of you patriots and prayer warriors over the weekend, in which I was, again, exponentially right and did not get banned. So I kept it together on Facebook. Did not keep it together uh, at home. I had one guy say... Well, yeah, but you're not talking about exploring the options like ivermectin and high hydroxychloroquine. It's like, dude, I can't even, uh, you know what? I'm out if you're going to go that route. Twitter, 
At Eric Zane Show, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Thank you very much. And YouTube, the almighty YouTube, brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Follow me on YouTube at, uh, just search Eric Zane Show. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, thumbs up on anything I post. Thank you very much. As well, the audio podcast. Some of you listen on the audio podcast, an Apple podcast. In fact, the lion's share of people consume the show that way. Uh, while you're listening to it, if you could just remind yourself to leave me a review. I love reading the reviews. I really do. And occasionally I will say something. Um, I'll, I'll piss somebody off and they'll say they'll just give me a nasty one. So, you know, in order to keep my fragile ego in place, I like to have a nasty one sandwiched by some good ones. I'm not going to lie to you. If I get five bad ones in a row, it makes me think, what am I doing here? I'm such an asshole. I'm such a thin-skinned fuck. It's embarrassing. But whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, audio podcasts on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify. Leave a review. Thank you very much. I need to update you on the great food giveaway. It's really important that I focus on this here. All right? <laughs> Sorry, I just got a text message. The great food giveaway. This is going to happen December 23rd at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Okay, just before Christmas, we are giving 100 boxes full of food, each with a Christmas dinner, to 100 people who are down on their luck in the community. It's quite literally the Zaniacs and me Truck full of food at Irvine's. Uh, in the in each box is a ham, the corn, the potatoes, the gravy, and a, a, a pumpkin pie and the rolls. People pull up, roll down their window. We put the food in there. They drive off. We don't know who they are. Um, we've spread the word locally so that they can. Last year, there was a line of people when we started. After we gave all those other people, we're like, oh, what do we do now, man? We've I don't know if we if enough people know about this. Santa Pellerito and the walking bullhorn, Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh, walked out to the road at the corner of 44th and Stafford and said, free food. And all these people pull up in their cars, underprivileged people, uh, and, and got free food. That's how we do it. Takes about an hour, hour and a half, maybe two. Okay. To pay for that food, it is about $3,300. We um, started the fundraising last week. It quite literally involves you throwing money into my PayPal and Venmo, which I then take that money, buy the food at Meyer. I produce the receipts, also the screenshots of money collected, just so we're all on the same page. So we avoid embezzlement charges. That's what we do. Buy the food. Every dollar left over is donated to Kids Food Basket here in West Michigan. Update. And I talk about this every show, and I needed to talk about this every show as a reminder. Because, okay, you're all doing this with me. You're the ones. You've always driven the show. So, you got five bucks? That's all I'm asking. Throw five bucks my way. We'll nickel and dime our way to the top. And raise this money quite quickly. Right now, 
in the PayPal. Uh, we have $179.68. You can find me at Eric Zane Show on PayPal. There it is. The Venmo. $708.95. You can find me on Venmo at Eric Zaitunian. That's Z E I T U N I A N. That is my given name. Z E I T U N I A N. I just posted those to the Twitch live stream. I will put them in the show notes of this audio podcast. Combined, we have uh, $888.63. How many days? Let's see. We are 24 days from the great food giveaway. And we are short $2,412. All right. Together, we'll raise all of that cash and give that food away to these folks who are like, my God, I can't even buy food for freaking Christmas. Holy shit. That is a very, very real thing to some people. And we want to do everything we can. Um, I'm going to have a sign up for volunteers who want to help, you know, put the food in the boxes. I'll be there. Queen of the Forest will be there. You'll all be there. Mike Ball will be there with his. Delivery is a trailer on his truck. Folks from Irvine's will have coffee and hot cocoa set up. It'll be awesome. So much fun. The second annual great food giveaway. Giveaway number two. While I'm at it, because of Bennett flooring, the great flooring giveaway is happening. Bennett Flooring Installation, Jacob and uh, Jason Bennett said, we want to give away two installs for some of your listeners who, you know, um, are down on their luck. Maybe there's no way they could afford something like that. And this is what I want to do with this. I don't want you to think that you're not worthy for this. Okay. You know, just take 10 minutes, write me out an email and, you know, you never know. I am going to actually discern based on need, uh, and that's a hard job to do, um, what is what, you know? And the uh, first recipient, which we already gave one away, um, you know, there was a couple things in play that made that uh, make the most sense. Now, anybody who takes the time to say, hey, things suck right now, I need some help. I mean, uh, I absolutely wish that everything could fall the way that all of these are granted. But um, that's a very, you know, all, all I'm asking you to do is tell me your story. Send it along. You can remain anonymous. Eric at EricStainShow.com. Absolutely nominate yourself. Just give me the details. Or nominate someone you know or love. And uh, fill me in. Eric at EricStainShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Okay. As we speak, Jacob is installing flooring into our first recipient. And I'm pretty sure y'all know who this is. I didn't say, but the variables that um, I talked about were a pretty close-knit group 
you tend to know. Well, Jacob writes this. Who's installing the flooring. Hey, I just measured up recipients uh, home. You did not tell me that I was going to be in the presence of one of the best people uh, in the home of uh, one of the best families on the planet. They asked me how much extra it would cost, like pay it for it out of their own pocket, to get vinyl plank through the living room and hall. I said, don't worry, we will get it done. Then he writes, great people, exactly what this was supposed to be all about. Great choice. Um, One of the things that blew him away was the life of service this family has uh, been involved in for years. Okay. This warm, somehow they manage. My God. Uh, 26 foster children over the years. And uh, so this, this couldn't be more fantastic. God bless you all. All right. We've covered a lot of ground on this open. I, I, I bet you didn't sit down to enjoy this podcast and think, I wonder how much of an asshole Eric was over the weekend. I think we can all agree that I may have staunchly uh, put myself into the driver's seat for asshole of the day. I think it's going to be tough uh, for me not to win that. I don't feel great about myself today. All right. Anyway. The uh, Open is brought to you by Rick at TC Paintball. I've been uh, picking on Rick here and there lately uh, via social media about his inability to have any semblance of the man he once was on the paintball pitch when it comes to the Battle Royale. Clearly he's lost it. I mean, we, uh, in, in the past, whenever we did the Battle Royale, uh, Rick would uh, either dwindle us down and our numbers from like 25 down to like two or three, and maybe we'd get a lucky shot in. Almost always he would win. Uh, last time we played, Rick from TC Paintball made up some fairy tale that his gun broke. Then he like uh, uh, acted like he was walking into the back to get a new gun. He comes back, and then we promptly kicked his ass again. Ugh. Anyway, Rick writes, I shot 12 of 16 last game, but you lost. You lost. Hot on the heels of another lackluster performance by whatever your name of your paintball team is you patsy (laughs) (laughs) sorry I can't even say all that with a straight face anyway uh, Wednesday is Little League Day at TC Paintball so you know how about you pry the uh, video game controller out of your kid's hand and go do some uh have some paintball fun at TC Paintball. The little uh, the, and the little league. I can't even talk. 
You know, these are, if you're, if you got a kid who's new to paintball on uh, little league, you're using like the um, equipment that doesn't like hurt, but they still get the feel of paintball and it's great fun. All right. So there you go. That happens Wednesday. More information at tcpaintballgr.com. Or book a party for you and your bro friends. Uh, workplace uh, team building. The boys getting together. Just having a group. We will be announcing Paintball War 17. Uh, coming up in, uh, well, it's got to be pretty pretty damn close. The Tarantula Farmer has become a huge, huge um, supporter of uh, paintball in West Michigan. Thank you so much. There you go. Thank you to TC Paintball for being a sponsor of this show. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door the eufy video lock is easy to install set up with just a phillips screwdriver no drilling required thank goodness because if i did that there'd be holes all over the place it'd be horrible keyless entry no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters one second unlocking with get this ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be it's fingerprint recognition on this thing you gotta try this out search eufy video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock full three-in-one triple security with eufy say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill while I'm at it, Bennett Flooring Installation, the aforementioned Bennett. Um, give them a call if you need flooring installed. 616-318-0167. I've got a lot of flooring that needs to be installed downstairs and steps. I can't wait to show you the before and after pictures of the room. Uh, Bennett encourages you. To buy your own flooring, and we'll talk about where you're going to buy that from a little bit later on. And uh, Bennett is going to install it uh, for you. God, I cannot talk. What is wrong with me? So basically, you know, you're ripping up the old stuff yourself, and then you're having them install it. It's a uh, less expensive way to have it done professionally. Call or text 616-318-0167 or go to BennettFlooringInstallation.com.
And then there's Full House Comedy. If you want to go see a comedy show, go to fullhousecomedy.com. Shows each and every week. Various venues that are Full House Comedy venues throughout the area. Okay. Got just over an hour in the books. And your old pal Eric Zane needs to go tinkle. Patriot Nick writes, everyone is entitled to a bad day. As long as you recognize your shortcomings and make room for improvement, you shall be forgiven. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I had two bad days. I got to, I got to get on a winning streak here, man. Seriously. Okay. It's intermission time. I need to. No, here we go. I already played that. Dumbass. Okay. I'll be right back. All right. The game. Arguably the biggest college football game every year is Michigan and Ohio State. Not a, I don't know if I can say that. I mean, it, uh, had, it had become a route. The Michigan-Ohio State game. The past two decades, it's been all Ohio State. Since 2001, going into this game on Saturday... Michigan had only won twice. That's pretty shitty. 2010, Ohio State had to vacate all their games because they did something wrong. I don't even remember that. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Excuse me. All I know is that it had just gotten ugly. I did not expect um, Michigan to win that game. I did not see that coming. Oh, my God. Um, especially after Ohio State jail-sexed Michigan State. I do not have a rooting interest in any of these stupid football teams. I just love interesting stories. Like Auburn, Alabama. It was a great story. Holy shit, I'll get to that in a second, too. Oh, my God, Auburn, you fucking assholes. What a bunch of dicks. But... The whole idea of Michigan, Ohio State, I, I mean, seriously. But, man, um, it's. I, I watched pretty much all of that game. That's, I think, the first football game this whole year that I've sat down and watched. God knows I haven't really watched the Lions because they are so shitty. Uh, but this one was just incredible. Oh, my God. It wasn't if you're an Ohio State fan. But I even was happy for Harbaugh, who Harbaugh, I pretty much thought that that guy's kind of a cock, all right? But I was actually happy for him. And uh, I, I wanted Michigan to win because it had been so long, you know? And I'm just sick of Ohio State, but I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not, I don't really, I don't have a team that I sit there and root for. There's only one team, that's the Lions, when it comes to football, that, oh, fuck, you know, I really, when it comes to college, no way. But that was absolutely fantastic, the way they did that. Just, rat, it was like Bo Schembechler, uh, uh, Bo Schembechler style of football. Just on the ground game, churning up big chunks of yardage. And then these offensive linemen from Michigan, they're just Posing their will. If you were to watch the line play from the snap of the ball, you see these Ohio State bitches are like, ah, 
they're just getting shoved back like five yards by these behemoth corn-fed giant men. Whammo! And then Michigan's got that one uh, defensive end. He's like uh, nine foot tall, 650 pounds, and he's ripped. What's his name? Hayden Hutchinson. I guess his dad used to play for Michigan. I saw one gif of him. He's a defensive end where uh, Ohio State hiked it, and the, this gigantic lineman's like, Rawr! and Hutchinson shoved him, and the dude fell backwards like a bitch, and he actually like ran over him like his, his cleat was like on the guy's face. And, and just go and knock the shit out of their quarterback. What the fuck was his name? I don't even know one of these guys' names. It doesn't fucking matter. It was just, oh, incredible to see. And then when all those fans rush on the field, man, they were uh, dancing with the players, and the players didn't want to leave. Okay, that's I, I loved that. I love that. Um, Hutchinson was uh, he? He's such a he was so uh, wound up. He said, "I I manifest. I felt I really wanted to win. I manifested this win, which is not the right word to say, but he said it anyway. And it was hilarious. But I think that guy had like three sacks, and right away they said that uh, that performance made him a possible Heisman candidate. He ain't gonna win it, but still." Uh, can you imagine that the Lions are probably going to have their pick of the litter? There's another defensive end from Oregon who's also really good. Uh, but I, I would say bring in the guy from Michigan. You know, you want to, at the end of the day, you want to get asses in the seats. You get some stud uh, uh, edge rusher from Michigan. Holy shit. So Lions, you keep losing. You draft that Hutchinson dude. Holy shit. Because I don't think there's anybody on the offensive side of the ball that could really uh, change. Uh, the prospects of the Lions are probably going to suck for another 15 years, but I want to see that Hutchinson guy in a Lion uniform. Man, that was great. That was happy. I actually, there was a moment when I was, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit this. Again, I don't give a fuck about Michigan. Um, when those players were so, they were dancing on the field with the student body and, and having such a good time that I actually felt felt something welling up behind my eyes. It did not actually get a full-on tear, but man, talk about the monkey off their back. Send Ohio State home. Now still, it's very lopsided. Three wins out of 20 is not a lot, but I guess you got to start somewhere, right? So that was huge. That was absolutely huge. The AP poll, I was taking a look at this because the... uh, uh, the BCS rankings come out uh, this week, but the uh, the uh, uh, college football rankings as of right now, it has Georgia still number one at 12 and 0. Michigan moved up to two at 11 and one. Cincinnati three at 12 and 0, and Alabama 11 and one four. Which holy fuck, what the hell happened against Auburn? Auburn was eating their lunch, man. They were up 10 nothing. Uh, midway through the third quarter in Alabama, just nothing was working. Saban was so red ass. These Alabama guys are playing like bitches. It was terrible. And Auburn just kept going up their ass with a wire brush. It was awesome. Like, come on, Auburn, fuck them up, fuck them up. All the while, I was thinking about uh, Alabama Linda, who's probably watching this right now. I was like, oh, my God, we got to do it. And then somehow Alabama hung in there, man, and they ended up forcing overtime as soon as it went to Orleans. They're fucked. Auburn is fucked. There's no way they're going to win this one. They just don't have the horses. Sure enough, Alabama, you assholes. (coughs) 
They're at four. Now, here's the thing. Oklahoma State, they won. They're at fifth. First of all, Michigan has to beat Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. Iowa's very good, but they've lost two games this year, so we'll see. Georgia plays Alabama in the SEC Championship. Alabama plays like they did this weekend. They're going to get murdered. Let's just assume Michigan's going to win. I didn't want to talk about that. Let's say Georgia beats Alabama. If Georgia beats Alabama, will the BCS, the BCS, would they knock them out? Because I, I guess that makes sense. Because if, if Alabama does not beat Georgia and Oklahoma State beats Baylor in their championship game, Oklahoma State is going to get into the, they should get into the playoffs at 12 and 1. If Oklahoma State does not leapfrog Alabama, there shouldn't be a two-loss team in the BCS, in my opinion. If Michigan loses and Alabama loses, it should be Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, and Notre Dame. That's what I feel. That would be shitty. Oklahoma State and Cincinnati? Oh, my God. So don't fuck it up, Michigan. Michigan can't lose. Georgia can't lose. I'm guessing it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Oklahoma State, and Cincinnati. After Alabama loses to Georgia, they're out. Okay? Fuck you, Saban. Asshole. Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State for the playoffs. Ohio State, they'll be in a uh, New Year's Six Bowl. And I think Michigan State will. It was a fine year by Mel Tucker. That guy got like a a 10-year, $30 billion contract. Did you see that? Freaking great. I'm happy about that. Because typically, a good coach, if they wind up at Michigan State, no one wants to stay at fucking Michigan State because they suck dick. I mean, who the fuck wants to stay at Michigan State? You got to go to a a real school. But Michigan State brought the thunder with the money. Uh, That's the best thing you've done, okay? Do anything other than allow your women to get raped by fucking idiots like Larry Nassar, all right? Try to put that behind you. Get a win, dumbasses. All right. So there you go. One more sports story I want to get to. Actually, there's, there's even, I got to talk about the Lions in the next uh, batch of stories. But before I get to that, you won't believe what happened on Friday. Okay. Everybody, it's $2 beer, $2 dog night at the hockey game. And people are partying, man. Oh, my God. So much beer was consumed. I was, uh, I, I talked to the concessions folks after. They said that, for a non-sellout game, we have never, ever sold more beer than what we sold at this game. People were hammered. And the, the, the home team was kicking ass. The Chicago Wolves had the Griffins number going into that game. They had won five straight. 
And the Griffins were just kicking their ass going into the third period. It's 3 nothing, man. Oh, my God. This is so great. Third period starts. Chicago gets a goal pretty early. Ah, shutouts lost. Damn it, boy. Calvin Pickard was just killing it between the pipes. That's a bummer. Well, you know, once you let the one in, you don't have to worry about the shutout. Probably just going to be lights out from here on. And nope. Nope. Griffin's coughing up right in front of him. Holy shit. Bing, bang, boom. Three to two. <laughs> now, in all the years I've watched hockey games from that spot, more often than not, with a three to two game or two to one, anytime there's a one goal differential, the next goal scored, often that team wins. So if the Griffins make it four to two, they're going to win the game. Chicago ties it. They are ultimately going to win the game. The Griffins are holding their own, though. Chicago is peppering the net with shots. And Pickard's like, shot, save, shot, save, stick, glove, blocker, butterfly, kick, block, oh, defense, diving in front of pucks. I'm like, yes, come on, guys, you can do it. Hold on. Minute and a half to go. Stand by. Minute and a half to go. Wolves yank their goalie. Fucker skates to the bench. They got an extra attacker. Our guy dives in front of a puck. Somehow the puck bounces a wonky way. And the next thing you know, you got a wide open guy. Bam! Buries it. We're tied. I'm like, oh, no. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. No. The fans cannot believe it. They're like, drink more, drink more. It's three to three now with about a minute 20 to go. Let's just say a minute and a half. I say a minute and a half because 10 seconds later, the fucking Wolves scored again. 10 seconds after they scored, nine actually, drop the puck, goal. It's going to take you a few seconds to get down there, let alone score. So that's it. It was 3-2 with a minute and a half. Now we're losing. Oh, shit. (laughs) By the way, that game-winning goal was a hand pass. Refs missed it. Uh, Not reviewable. Uh, so that was it. Then they got an empty netter. They ended up winning 5-3. I was like, you got to be kidding me. What a collapse, you assholes. Holy shit. Mm, that was rough. Whew. Back to Michigan. If Georgia loses Michigan number one, Going into the playoffs, perhaps. Doesn't matter, though. All that matters is get to the playoffs. Once you get to that four-team tournament, which is way uh, too small of a tournament, in my opinion, it should be like eight or 16 teams, you know? But what do I know? What do I know? I'm just glad finally the college athlete can start making cash on their likeness and their image. You know, 
I mean, you think about all the money that is made. Uh, the coaching staffs all make money. The uh, school makes money. Millions upon millions of dollars. Um, you know, I think it's only right that these, that, because, I mean, they're not there for an education. Well, some are. The, shit, the, the, the players who know that they have no chance at uh, uh, making the pros, I mean, they're there for an education, and they're getting one for free. So, But the ones that are the superstars, you know, those, those kids need money. Well, you need to pay those players, those athletes. You need to give them top dollar. Kyle says they need to copy the Division II playoff format. Yes, of course. There's opportunities there to make even more money. That's, uh, I, I think they've explored it, but I don't know if they have that all worked out. Kenny says college athletes aren't there for college classes. Most, well, the good ones aren't. They, they want to go make money playing pro football, and I don't blame them. Why even require them to be students? Yeah, I agree. And I think some of those schools, like at Michigan, they have a lower educational standard for the athlete you know i mean i think that school to just if i if it's just if you're joe blow trying to get in uh with academics uh you you can't be like a uh, average student you gotta have a uh a quite a uh, quite a storied uh, high school career with the grades in order to get into a school like that but the student athletes um because they make money off of them they like oh yeah come to michigan all you need is like a d plus average how fast can you run the 40 how much can you bench press you're absolutely right okay we gotta talk about the um hold on a second did i miss one story um let's see where was it Okay, I'm going to talk about that in a bit. We, I can't wait to show you the video of the uh, Thanksgiving football game brawl um, at the Dallas Cowboys game. The Thanksgiving football game, there was a massive fight, and I've got a blow-by-blow account of what happened. I'll get to that in a bit. But right now, um, a number of you sent the story along about the stowaway who, okay, if I understand this correctly, the plane took off from Guatemala. Unbeknownst to the pilot, crew, and passengers, there was a stowaway on the plane. And wow, um, the plane is on the runway and uh, and and the wheels are down. I don't know how big of a plane this is. I don't. I think it was a mid-sized plane. Maybe it it, it, it wasn't that big at all. I'll, I'll show you in a second. And the the dude wanted to get to the U.S., so he climbed the apparatus that that has the 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 big tire, and climbed up into the area where like when the plane uh, lifts off and wheels up. The wheels go up into the airplane. The fucking guy climbed into there. So, all right. 
I, I'm, I'm reasonably sure that this guy doesn't have an extensive knowledge of the um, uh, mechanism of the plane. Okay. I would be so afraid that if you climbed up into there and went up into that, that area, that when the, the, the wheel would come up, you would somehow get squished in the shit in there. Can you imagine that? He didn't though. But I imagine that that was uh, going through his brain. And then just the idea of when the plane does uh, land, uh, you know, the, the, the wheels kick out when they're back in, in the U.S. And, and the guy like falls out of the thing or he's like all ground up in the mechanism of the wheel. You know, it's kind of like when you're mowing the lawn and the wheel goes over a pile of shit and kind of gets <laughs> from the dog and kind of like as it rolls through it like that. Uh, it's all dude. I mean, that would be so fucking crazy well you're not gonna believe this he's fucking fine he's however many feet up you are i don't know how i mean isn't the oxygen depleted there i'm, I'm well i'm in fact i know the oxygen is depleted there so he's laying there where it's freezing as as hell uh as the plane uh goes high on its uh, uh, uh flight route <laughs> You know, it has to get way up high, so it's cold. I mean, it's fucking winter. And uh, no oxygen, I guess there was enough, but they 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 did wheels down. It landed, and then he comes out. He goes, hey, what's going on? Born in the USA. This was the scene when he, he's been out now for like a few minutes. Check this out. You hear the guy? He's fucking in where the wheels go. See, not that big of a plane. Something, something water. Get this man some water. Okay, now here is where he was. The guy that shot this video. I mean, look at this. The, the, this is a space that's supposed to be uh, utilized for the wheel when the when the thing gets wheels up, and he's stuck there like fucking Spider Man. Maybe here in this area, he could be there and be safe for the ride there. But um, you know, how did he? I mean, isn't weren't we always led to believe that once you get that? Uh, that high it's like you you can't breathe right he made it temperature and oxygen content are all relative to elevation it would depend on just how high the plane got so maybe he isn't dumb and he did his research about the flight path of that plane and maybe that's the type of plane that doesn't get you know way way high during the flight but man um so now i guess from what i'm understanding they like Pack them up and send them back from Miami-Dade back to Guatemala. You hear that? Maybe this is one of Kyler's relatives, you know? No, it couldn't be. This guy looked lean. Uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers at the airport uh, apprehended uh, this 26-year-old man attempted to evade detection in the landing gear compartment of an aircraft. Oh, my God. i tell you what. It just makes you just count your blessings that we live here in the good old U.S. of A. I mean, you got a guy who's where he's coming from. It's so shitty. 
is willing to wind up in the belly of a plane, risk uh, risk his life to get here. You know, and here we are bitching every fucking day. All right. American Airlines Flight 1182 from Guatemala City. Uh, said Greg Chin, communications director for the Miami-Dade Aviation Department. American Airlines said in a statement the flight was met by law enforcement due to a security issue, I'll say, after landing at 10.06 a.m. Yeah, you know, the, you get these shitty countries like Guatemala, Honduras is the same way, man. There's fucking chickens on the runway. I'm not kidding you. These people are like, yeah, whatever. Security is not of top priority there. You know? Uh, let's see. Uh, persons are taking extreme risks when they try to conceal themselves in confined spaces such as an aircraft. The incident remains under investigation. Yeah, good investigation. I say let this man stay. Holy shit. I think we need to start to get to a place where, you know, uh, you know, just crossing the border. It's like you're going to have to up your game. That is the easiest way uh, to to uh, to thin the herd out. You you got to have a hell of an effort in order to be able to be allowed into this country. You know, like if we see somebody like um, you know, let's just say those people that were trying to escape Afghanistan, like that guy hanging onto the door. Had he not flown off the plane, let's say he made the flight. You know, when he gets off the plane, he's like, "Oh my God, I was terrible." You get, you get to, you get to stay, and you get a million dollars. We got to start allowing these people into the country based on their effort. This guy, all he got was a couple of bottles, bottles of water, and then he's like, "Oh shit, are you serious? You're sending me back?" Oh my God! So based on the effort of the stunt, you know. Uh, how much uh, energy was spent? You, you they, absolutely, this guy should be allowed to live, be uh, in the U.S. Allow him in. I stand for that guy. Corey says, wouldn't it be hilarious if they sent him right back and they made him right on the right on the wheel again? Yeah, you're going back. Get your ass in there. Oh no, <laughs> that's funny. I wish I would have thought of it. Okay. Oh, my God. So, uh, in the past four days, I'm not going to lie to you. I've uh, been eating like an asshole. All of the uh, good work that I had done, I have uh, completely gone backwards. And uh, so, um, when I eat like a dick, um, that makes me hungry when I shouldn't be. Like, normally when I do this show at about this time, I'm not starving. I'm fine. Well, so, you know, I'm used to uh, eating like a dick since, uh, you know, Wednesday's show of last week. Now I'm like, oh, my God, I need something fast. I need like a couple pieces of pumpkin pie. But no, I got to resist that urge. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One for being on board with this show. Um. This amazing business in Granville, Michigan is back on. You can get more information about flooring that you need to buy at johnsoncarpet1granville.com. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. You can also click on the link with the teal logo right at the top of my website. Okay? Click on that. It'll take you right to their page. That's where I want you to buy your flooring. 
Of course, Bennett Flooring Installation installs it. I want you to buy it from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Our uh, beloved Kent dropped the E at a U. He works at the Johnson Carpet Outlet Supply Facility, which is just down the road in beautiful Granville, Michigan. So basically, they're like, uh, you're going to save money with some of the overstock things that are for sale there and a couple other reasons why it's cheaper, but it is. In fact, when we put the flooring down in our spare bedroom, which is now the NFK's room, I bought it from Kent. He wasn't there on that day, but I did buy it from the outlet place. And then Bennett installed it. So that's what I want you to do. If you need flooring and you are in West Michigan, I want you to buy it there. Go there. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Granville, Michigan. I'm supposed to meet with them today about an Eric Zane Show podcast discount. So if you go there and say my name, we'll have a discount in store for you. But we haven't gotten that far yet. I got to have a meeting. But anyway, um, that's coming. Just remember, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Welcome back to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Flooring, as you know, is, uh, is key on the show, and so is HVAC, your furnaces. Okay, if you want to be the guy who kills your family because of a carbon monoxide leak, don't get your furnace checked. I want you to know that the rest of your family is going to hate you because everybody's dead. Uh, don't be that asshole. Get that thing checked today by getting a tune-up from A&E Heating and Cooling. Don't be sad with a dead family. Get your furnace checked today. I don't think they want me to go that route for their marketing. But anyway, that's true. $79 is all it's going to cost. You should have this done each and every year. At the very least, it's important to get that thing checked because it, it gets filthy every year. And when it's filthy, it doesn't run efficiently. And when it doesn't run efficiently, you're paying more for your fuel, which this year is twice as much. That's what it's going to cost to heat your home this year. So you got to have a uh, piece of equipment that's running at tip-top efficiency. 79 bucks is all it costs, okay? Because if you don't get it cleaned out and tuned up, it's going to run at probably, oh, I don't know, probably 53% efficiency or worse. Get it tuned up. Get it running in the high 80s, low 90s with uh, A&E heating and cooling. You need a brand new one installed, they'll install a Comfort Maker brand of furnace, the best in the business. Reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling. Call or text 616-516-8579. And then there's my friends at Blue Frost IT. Holy crap. Oh, just a fantastic, great local business here in West Michigan. Um, so, yeah, you have a business. you got eight or nine employees, and the tech sucks. It's slow. It's old. It's outdated. Um, I was at the radio station this week, this weekend, doing some work. And my God, do they need an upgrade? Here you got this uh, massive company, and uh, I'm, I'm doing all this work on a uh, piece of uh, low tech that so needs to be updated. Oh, my God. You click on the, on the uh, Internet, and it takes forever to boot up. What are you guys doing? Your employees hate you when your tech sucks. Upgrade. You need a complimentary consultation, though. What that means is, you sit down with Alan from Blue Frost, and you tell him what you do with your business. He takes notes. This is what you need, he's going to say. That keeps you from buying more than you need if you just go to Best Buy and buy the wrong shit. Okay? He's going to buy it for you, and then he's going to set it up for you. 
That's part of project work with Blue Frost IT. You could also uh, run some new um, outlets in the walls, wiring, whatever you need, whether it's retrofitting your current workplace or you're moving. Blue Frost IT. Call them, 616-200-8550. I need water. Hang on. I joined a Detroit Lions Facebook fan group over the weekend. I'm so into this team. I love this drama. It is the best. Holy crap. My advice, if you're a Lions fan, dial back the intensity. People are starting to call for Dan Campbell to be fired. We have no idea what we might be throwing away if we pitch this guy to the curb. The guy doesn't have any players, okay? He lost Marvin Jones Jr. He lost Kenny Galladay. Uh, he, Kevin Galladay? Kenny Galladay? Whatever. I forget. Something Galladay. I know he was good. Uh, and we lost Matt Stafford, Okay. And we replaced these guys with football players that probably wouldn't make other NFL teams. You know? And then those players, a lot of them got hurt and were replaced by even less quality players. It is what it is. Then you get a first-year coach. Kind of doesn't know what he's doing, but does. Figuring it out, there's a learning curve there. There's going to need to be some patience. Okay? I would say that if if I had Dan Campbell in front of me right now, this is what I would ask him as his team lost again over Thanksgiving. At, oh, and they're now 0-10-1. I would say, I would ask him, so when you started this year to, to where you are now, what do you know you're better at as a coach? I think he'd answer because he seems like a pretty honest guy. But make no mistake, the Lions' offensive line, when it comes to blocking the run, you know, making holes for the running back, they're very good. They're improving every game. They make all sorts of mistakes still, like holding calls at bad times and false starts. That need, they, uh, Campbell needs to coach those guys up, limit that. If I'm the coach of the Detroit Lions, I focus on just less penalties to start. You know, if they had half as many penalties in that most recent game, they might have even won that football game. There was two moments in that fucking game where they had second down and seven yards to go. And then the next three times they lined up, they got called for a penalty. And both of them, both of these sequences at different times in the game that resulted in 25 yards and penalties backwards. So what was second and seven became second and 32. They did that twice in two sequences in the fucking game. But here they were. Here they were with time winding down in the fucking lead. I'm telling you. The Philadelphia game was such a horrible thing from beginning to end, and that's happened more than once to them. But they've been in a lot of the games, okay? They could very easily have, like, five wins this year, man. Holy shit. 
Here they are. They're up 14 to 13. Okay. With like eight minutes to go. And they start moving down the field. And they're at like a, a couple of good solid plays. And they're at like their own 45 yard line. Again, second and seven. And all they got to do is get a couple of first downs, kick a field goal, maybe, eat some clock, and they can win that game. But instead of eating clock, they ate some cock instead. It went a long way for that joke, and it wasn't that funny. So again, second and seven, and then they did the old false start, two holds. So now it's second and 32. Uh, they, they, they've got no shot at getting this first down. They play it conservatively, hand the ball off a couple of times, and punt. Bears get the ball with eight minutes to go. All they got to do is kick a field goal. Bears take their time getting down the field. Uh, nothing flashy. Chewing clock. Lions chew cock. And then you get to a point where the Lions are trying to get a stop. All right. They call timeout. All right, here, boys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this, and we're going to stop them. They get back on the field, and there's confusion. Though they just talked about it, something, there was some miscommunication. So all these defensive guys are, like, bumping into each other, and another guy's hitting himself on the head. It looks like he's, I mean, is that guy having a seizure? What the fuck is he doing? I think that means, uh, I think this is code. When the linebacker hits the top of his head of, we're fucked. We are fucked. And after the game, Dan Campbell actually said, he goes, yeah, if we didn't call another timeout, we we're going to get a penalty. Or we were going to uh, give up a touchdown. <laughs> but you can't call consecutive timeouts. And I didn't know that. And apparently Dan Campbell didn't know that either because they gave him a penalty for that. You can't do that. You can't call consecutive timeouts like that. <laughs> so then, ah, who knows? It doesn't matter. They ended up. And I'm going to kick in a field goal, running the clock down in no time, call a timeout, one second, kick a field goal, they win. 16 to 14, Lions lose again. Um, Lions fans are starting to chant, fire Dan or let's fire Dan or fire Dan Campbell chants. And I don't, I don't, I'm not there yet. I'm not frustrated enough. I, I like that guy a lot. I think he's, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of upside to Dan Campbell. I mean, there's a lot of unknown, and I, I, I base it all on um, let this play out. I got six games left. I still think they can win some games, but at this stage, I don't know if that's the best thing for them to win games because that might take away their draft pick. But at, at this stage of the game, it doesn't matter. Just get some momentum. Even if they go three, if they go two and four on the year, if they win two out of six, I mean, they're so shitty. My God, I think it's uh, 15 or 16 games now without a victory. They had the one tie in there, which if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're like, how did we manage to tie this team? Oh, holy shit. Hang on. Outside of that for the NFL this weekend, I didn't follow shit. Um, I didn't follow any of it. Okay. I was kind of just wore out after the Lions lost. But, you know, I had a great time watching the college game. That was awesome. Um, let's see. Yeah, so I see a story that uh, the Lions fans are starting to get uh, a restless. Everybody bought in to Dan Campbell's enthusiasm when he started. 
I don't know if he could have foresaw them losing um, all these games to be 0-10-1. I say stay the course. If I owned that football team, I corner that guy and say, look, man, you keep the locker room. You keep these guys happy. You, you keep doing what you know how to do. He was a tight ends coach. He's worked in the NFL for years. He's been a, a coach for like 10 years. Uh, not a head coach, but whatever, man. I, I don't want us to throw the baby out with the bathwater here. Knowing our luck, we're going to get rid of this guy, and he's going to become great. You know, I say, I say give him three years. You know, who gives a fuck? We've been waiting this long now. You know, just fucking understand that it's going to be miserable, and uh, it's going to continue to be that way. And uh, I, I talked about the uh, the offensive line establishing the run. They, they're, they're, their running backs do well. Swift got hurt, but that's no good. Uh, but still, um, I think that as long as that offensive line continues to blossom, I think we need another uh, shitty quarterback in there, maybe a little better than Jared Goff, or maybe Jared Goff. Just some, you know, as this team continues to learn what's going on, they're, they're probably going to win a few games. They're going to continue to stink. St- stay the fucking course. Stay the course. Stay miserable. Let them draft. Let them find their fucking way. They're going to get better. All right? I believe that. The other thing concerning the NFL that I paid attention to was this fight at the concession stand of the Dallas Cowboys game. Okay. Here's the tale of the tape. This according to TMZ. Let's get into it. We pick it up with um, two very large women. When, when I say large, I mean, they're, 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 they're not tall, but uh, they look to be like, uh, do you remember in the old school Guinness Book of War, uh, World Records, there was those two fat guys on the uh, mini bikes? That's what these two remind me of. Young, though, uh, pretty nimble, pretty fast hands. Okay, they're on one team. Now, they have a decided advantage over this crack whore who's climbing the concession stand counter. She's a worker. Her job is to get hot dogs, beer, and popcorn. And I'm guessing they hired her off the street because she's skinny as fuck. And, you know, the reason why I say that is because I know that at the arena that I work at, we oftentimes bring in crack addicts and crack whores. Uh, to work some of these jobs that nobody wants. So I'm just going to assume she's a crack whore. Well, she hops the counter, and she's now in the concourse, ready to square off against the fat chicks who want to kick her ass. All right, let's pick it up with that. Okay, so now we got a lot of women that fit this description. You have very healthy, curvy, strong Powerful women in attendance. This lady here with the tattoo, got the cami and the bra showing. That's always a good look. Uh, She's ready to party. I don't think she gets involved in the fight, but she's ready if things get sideways. All right, here comes the crack whore. You saw it. 
She got over the counter there. No problem. Now, problem. Watch what happens next. Slippery floor. Popcorn leads to this. Oh, no. Okay. She goes down. She goes down. So that's a big problem. These two heavyweights sense weakness. They allow Krakor to get up. And then the first lady throws a sharp right that stops Krakor right in her tracks. Watch this. Oh, did you see that? She connected with a solid right. Hand goes flying. Now, you know she's got a little uh, vivacious curves thing going on because of this. We have a cankle set up here. The actual ankle, though, is not round. I think she's younger. So uh, adipose uh, pilings on the calves and then this tapering straight or you know i mean she has some serious thighs there so she's putting a lot of power behind that punch the ass is no doubt large let's back up oh my god the impact can you believe that and look at this she's like motherfucker i just landed a sharp right now this crack whore is strung out she did not feel that okay she takes the punch meanwhile drew pearson in the back here He's just enjoying this. Okay, we got a lot of hair. Krakor throws a wild right. Then she goes, oh, no. The second girl gets off the mini bike. Here she comes. She's going to kick the crack. There's two mini bike riders now beating the shit out of the Krakor. Oh, oh, my God. We got a, a solid right punches. Krakor is getting killed now. Uh, Krakor number two gets over the counter. And look at this. There's a standoff here. This crack whore knows, holy shit, uh, mini bike rider number two is about to kick my ass. I better not do a damn thing. <laughs> Wisely backs away. This guy, what the fuck is he doing? He checks in like, hey, don't kill her, lady. Scoom, scoom, scoom. <laughs> got somebody who's got the selfie stick shooting a great angle video. Wow. That was impressive. Let's watch it all from the beginning. Okay, no, we don't want to see that. That is, uh, that's football player throwing chick. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, my God, what a bit of calamity. We don't need to watch it again. We get the idea. Wow. That was about the only, uh, 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 Jesus, outside of watching the Lions game, that was the only thing pro football that I was able to gather. Um, Maze, uh, some of the comments. Crack whore number two looked like she was doing a Mortal Kombat pose, high kick finisher. Oh, without a doubt. Holy shit. Mm, that solid punch that the crack whore took, though. My God. Stayed on her feet. Mm, that was impressive. Thank you to whoever sent that along. Oh, look at her go down. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that was fantastic, man. That was the absolute best.
I think she actually hit her with a fist and a plate of nachos. Jesus. Whew. Incredible. All right. There you go. That is our NFL uh, concession stand fight moment. Spectacular. Uh, Here at the house, we didn't have it quite that bad. And before the fighting started at the Eric Zancho podcast household, which I did share with you, um, Thanksgiving here went off without a hitch. We, it, it did get a little bit off the rails because um, we made all this food and we had uh, Eric, Diana, NFK, Madison, Jim, Aubrey, and, and the grandkids. One of my grandkids, uh, Rowan, he, he wasn't feeling it, man. He was not feeling it at all. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't want You ever do that? You make This happens all the time with kids. It doesn't matter who they are. If you make a meal, they're going to want to have uh, a McDonald's hamburger or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or nothing. Uh, you know, we, we make all this food. He had a roll. And I'm like, that's totally fine. I don't care. I don't mind. Whatever. But then he didn't feel good and he wanted to leave. Now, you're dealing with a young person with autism. So you got to be kind of be careful. This isn't because, I mean, when my kids did something like this, uh, my kids didn't have this trait. Uh, but so if I, I don't know if that would have stopped me because back in the day, if my kids said, hey, yeah, we want to leave. I'd have told him to shut the fuck up and go downstairs or something like that or throw him outside or something. We're eating. It's a little bit different uh, nowadays. So um, they had to kind of like break out before uh, before they wanted to. But before that, but it's a good thing we made the food that we did because, my God, they took some home because they loved it so much. All right? Um, and here's what I mean by this. Let me just start with something that is often overlooked as just like, ah, they're potatoes. But my mashed potatoes, you won't believe how good these mashed potatoes were. And we're talking uh, five pounds of mashed potatoes. So you got to start with two and a half pounds of golden, two and a half pounds of russet. You always blend, all right? Otherwise, you got waxy shit or starchy shit. Russet's too starchy. Gold's too waxy, dummy. You got to go half and half, two and a half pounds of each. Okay. Uh, Make sure you cut them. Don't boil whole potatoes like an idiot. You got to quarter those bad boys. You get them in the water. Salt them. Boil them. You know what you're looking for when it comes to when it's time to mash them. Uh, you got to uh, uh, dry them for a little bit too. You, you, you drain the pot. Then you put the potatoes back in the pot and on low heat and shaking the pot, you got to dry them for one minute. They're so hot and the little heat that you're adding to, it's going to dry them appropriately. Otherwise too much moisture gets into your mashing process. It's going to wind up like fucking oatmeal. Throw them into the stand mixer. If you don't have a stand mixer, uh, use your, you know, that egg beaters thing. All right. Blend them up. While that's happening, take a stick of unsalted butter. Throw it in the microwave with half a cup of whole milk. I skipped a part. Uh, also, while you're boiling 
the potatoes. The recipe called for two cloves of minced garlic. Fresh bulb of, not the shit in a jar, a bulb of garlic. Calls for two cloves. Fuck that. No. No, 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 no. More garlic. Seven. Seven cloves. Smash them. Choppy, choppy, choppy. Little bits. Put them in the boiling process. Put them in the draining process. Throw them in the stand mixer with the potatoes. Turn on the stand mixer. You heat up the stick of butter. It's uh, half a cup of uh, milk. All the while, four ounces of cream cheese is sliced and cut. So it's getting to room temperature. Uh, you add half of the buttermilk concoction. It's going to look all soupy. Blend, blend, blend. Absorb, absorb, absorb. Perfect. Other half. Blend, blend, blend. Absorb, absorb, absorb. At this point, the uh, cream cheese is room temperature. Add the cream cheese. Blend, blend, blend. Stand mixer. Done. Put it into your serving uh, uh, thing. Make sure it's decorative. You don't put it into something that looks like shit. You put all this time into the potatoes. You want to make sure they look good. Presentation is key. You have also chopped the green part of green onions. What's that? Booker T and the MGs? I love that song. You sprinkle them on top. When you were a kid, you see those, you go, ew, it's got green shit on them. You fucking put it on there. Eat it. My God, they were so good. Garlic, two types of potatoes, the cream cheese. Oh, so you don't even need gravy on these. You just eat them. You're just like, oh, God, this is incredible. You can eat, you, you eat it like, like fucking snack pack pudding. It's so delicious. It's better than all the shit you've ever made before. Everything you've made before is shit compared to these. I don't care who you are, how long you've been doing this. I do it better than you. Mine are the slaughter of the Turk, slaughter of the Turks mashed potatoes. Yours are inferior and shitty. Okay, you don't take you don't do things as well as I do. If it comes to making mashed potatoes, trust me, mine are better. Okay. I will leave the recipe in the show notes of this podcast. I think I got to write that down. I didn't plan on talking about this. I referenced one of my best of podcasts, how great the bird was. It was ridiculous. The brining was spectacular. Uh, It made it like um, the fact that you put so much salt and water into there and then a day it just soaks in it's it's it uh, every cell of turkey is seasoned all the way down to the absolute core of the thigh the core of the of the breast and and that type of uh, salinity of the cells absorbs moisture okay it will not be dry so great so much better than yours oh my Incredible. The sweet potatoes, home run. The stuffing, that was just in a box, but still great. I I think this may have been the most successful amount of food we've ever made. Everything was spectacular. Aubrey, uh, she, her ham bombed. Um, It was a complete bust, but her green bean casserole was the shit. 
I'm really impressed with the green bean casserole. She had a uh, jello type deal with cherries in it. it was spectacular accompaniment. My plate. Okay. It had so much food on it. And on Thanksgiving, you know, that's taste explosion, man. You don't like worry about foods touching. You just pile it. It's, it's like the fucking devil's tower in close encounters. And you're just, you're doing these blends of food, cranberries with potatoes. Awesome. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. I want to do it again. Oh, incredible. I hope yours was good. Little did I know I would then mar the weekend with horrible behavior. Oh. Asshole. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you need a mortgage, this is who you call. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S. Except for South Carolina, Alaska, Maine, and Hawaii. Okay? And all I'm asking is you keep them on your radar. I know you're not going to sight unseen hire him for something as serious as a mortgage. I just want him included in the conversation. You're going to love this guy. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of uh, Van Dyke Mortgage, NMLS number 3035. We got Horizon Hydroponics in West Michigan, Kalamazoo, and Lansing, four locations, or buy online from anywhere in the United States. This is the type of business that you call upon if you're growing indoors. You know, any type of hydroponics that you're engaged in, whether it be it could be flowers or vegetables. Who are we kidding? We're talking about cannabis here. Okay, that's the lion's share of the business. You're growing indoors. You got tents, lights, uh, whatever it may be. They have everything you need. Potting soil, different mediums, containers, hydroponics equipment, grow lights, you name it. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. Uh, and you're buying from an Eric Zane Show podcast sponsor. Shipped anywhere in the U.S. for free if you buy 250 and over. There's a phone number on their website. Call it if you have any questions about the products that you're thinking about buying. Or if you're, uh, what you're buying in your local it, uh, happens to be uh, something you want to buy. And you uh, don't want to get it shipped to you. Or if it's under 250 you can just order it and pick it up. Okay. For all these online orders, use the coupon code Zane Show and you'll save 10%. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Uh, love the fact that they're uh, at it again for the holidays with $1,000 going to a local charity. Just go to their Facebook page. If you have a charity, hey, my friend works for a great local charity. Whatever it may be, battered women, hungry people, something for kids, uh, you name it, they're out there. I know you know someone who is uh, working for or is very, has a charity locally that is very near and dear to them, or perhaps it's you. Go to facebook.com slash Irvine's and list it there on the Facebook post. It's right at the top because Irvine's, um, every year they give $1,000 to another recipient. Um, and they've uh, done a number of the big hitters uh, throughout the years, and they want to keep that up. So they will discern, scrutinize, and decide. That's a tough decision to make, to be sure. But anyway, God bless them. And if you need your vehicle fixed, that's where you take it, okay? They're great. They've always been uh, very quick to support me in the things that I do and the uh, efforts that we've attempted in the past. I mean, my God, even down to one year ago, 
Megan and some of the Zaniacs um, uh, pooling their resources and with their own hands making meals for your old pal Eric Zane's family as he heads off to uh, California for the great kidney giveaway. Which, by the way, uh, I flew out one year ago yesterday. Can you believe that? One year ago yesterday, I landed there. And on Monday the 29th, one year ago, wait a minute, that couldn't have been. Was it? I don't know. I'm messing the dates up. Doesn't matter. At about this time, I was in California. So anyway, that's what they do at Irvine's. So go get your car fixed from them. Affordable limousine and party bus are still hiring. Buscareers.com. You can uh, find out about uh, uh, work driving. If you are an experienced driver with a um, class B license with passenger endorsements, telling you great place to work, work your own schedule. More information, uh, more information at buscareers.com. And last but not least, before I get to the asshole of the day, and I think we all know who it is, uh, my policy shop insurance, Frank, the tank fuss buy insurance here.com call or text Frank 616-914-4070-616-914-4070 so what that means is um, like this time of the year it's still open enrollment for a little while longer. Don't do that on your own. Uh, call upon the services of Frank the Tank Fuss, a local licensed independent insurance, and bro- uh, insurance agent and broker. No matter where you are in the U.S., he can help you. Call or text Frank today, 616-914-4070. I continue to get emails from people who are like, oh, my God, you were right. Um, we missed so much when we would do this before try to get our Obamacare or try to um, sign up with our workplace insurance. There's just things you're going to miss. And the best part about Frank is his efforts don't cost you a dime. It's free. 616-914-4070. Everybody who has insurance in any capacity, life, home, car, auto, uh, dental, Obamacare, Medicare, you need Frank. You need to talk to him. Call or text. Schedule an appointment. 616-914-4070. Okay. Who's it going to be? A real mystery as who the asshole of the day is on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Wow. Hmm. First of all, Megan says, oh, my God, I forgot all about. It's been a year already since the great kidney giveaway. Dean says, beer, turkey here, soaked for two days. That's shit. Doesn't count. It's not as good as mine. My sister showed how to manage to fuck up the mashed potatoes, Jason Mays, right? Was looking forward to a carb binge and just couldn't do it. The fuck? You see, that's the problem. People don't take, they assume that something as simple as potatoes is just boil them, mash them, throw butter on them. It's like there's so much more to it. 
you gotta you gotta come up with a recipe. You gotta put the effort into it, man. Got a nomination for the microwave in the Eric Zane Show podcast to be the asshole of the day. I've got Eric look in the mirror from sick fuck Dean. Uh, Jesse says Zane himself. What if Eric gave asshole of the day to Diana, Jackie, and Madison? That's funny, but I couldn't with the uh, I couldn't double down and do it. You know, I mean, after all, I've it would be so fucked up after I've been so honest with you to nominate them. No, it's still. I'm just gonna let you have that joke. It's me. I am the asshole of the day. It's got to be me. Thank you to JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Felt like such a dick, man. So bad. It's been so long since I lost my mind, my uh, mind like that. My God, that was bad. Okay, I got plenty to talk about on the Patreon today. Okay. I need to tell you a story about this horrible cop in New Jersey and what he did. Ooh. Also, um, a man in Russia is exposed for being a cannibal. Wait till you hear how. And a woman with a uh, web page where she like does porno or whatever does what you, you know, you like subscribe to her page. It's like OnlyFans, but not. And uh, you, you tell her to do nasty things. And she does them right there on the webcam. Well, she was doing just that. Except she was using her buddy's pistol, okay? And something terrible happened. Wait till you hear what happened. It's unbelievable. That all coming up on the Patreon and whatever else I can come up with, okay? Now, as we wind wind down the show, I should probably think about what show that I'm going to send you to on Twitch. Of the last, uh, let's see. Four times I've done this, I have sent you to a foreign language speaking show. I think Kent dropped the E at a U, actually knew some of the language of the show that I sent you to on Wednesday's show. I have no clue. But I tell you what, I'm going to play the outro. I'm going to run a one minute commercial because I get a couple of pennies from that. And then I'm going to send you off to another show for you to enjoy. Perhaps it'll be something that you love, and then they will return the favor to your old pal Eric Zane. I guess it was a German show last time we did this. Okay. Well, there you go. Folks, I thank you. And I will talk to you on the Patreon. Till then, bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.